Seuss. What if we started every show like that? Yeah, podcasting. I uh, that that would be right on brand for me. <laughs> Episode three eighty four. It is officially the year twenty twenty. In the year twenty. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, can you believe we're in the future right now? I love it. Do you? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you have yes. a good feeling about the year. I do. Mm-hmm. It feels like twenty twenty. Clear vision. <laughs> Don't think we're not going to see that pop up a million times. Right, right. You know, I'm like really looking forward to, because like I'm really feeling like this is going to be like my, I said, I mean, I'm sure I said this last year, but like, you know, other things happened. Um, but like, I feel like this is my year of like my body being like the, my temple. Oh. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Just I'm going to like really, because like last year I felt like I was kind of disconnected from it. But the, the year before when I had the miscarriage, I was really disconnected from my body and it was like betrayed me and I was like, I'm never, I'm not working out. I didn't do anything. And then last year I kind of, you know, had like a diff, a new relationship, I guess. Yeah. With it. Mm-hmm. And now I want to like, and now I like feel like I'm so good in such a good mental place and like emotional place that now I feel really ready to be in a good place physically. And I don't mean just like by how I look, I mean more like how I feel. Yeah. Like, and little things like sleep. Ugh, little Which things. are little, I know. I'm like, wait Aww. a sec. I mean, you know, like That's sleep so is, is like a big one. And yeah, I was reading a whole bunch of stuff on sleep recently and just all, I mean, it's like, we already know. Do you think, you know how Ariana stuff. Huffington's the ambassador of yes. the all things sleep? Yes. Um, and that's her whole mission or whatever. Do you find that odd that she's so passionate about it? Cause I like her message, but I'm like, why are you so into this? Uh, maybe it's one of those things where she saw the effects of how it like changed her life. Mm-hmm. And I think when you see, when you find a little something, this little like, you know, almost like simplify, like it's so simple mm. and that works for people and people try it and then you see how it works. It's very exciting to then share that message. That's how I feel about um, like the change model of my theory. I share it with goddamn everybody, and you th- like I'm like the poster child. Like, oh my gosh, what? Which tell them what you, you so, believe. So, so it almost looks like. So it's it's hard to describe it, but uh, it's you know like a heartbeat. How a heartbeat goes up and then down and then it, you know kind of like boop boop. Sure, you know. Yeah. So really like how change is measured is like you you're in like a regular place your status quo like how you like your like the default setting how things have been for a while then you get Mm -hmm. to this point where how things have been for a while i'm not really liking i need to change and we think that it things are going to get better Mm -hmm. because i've decided i want change and i'm now i'm like gonna try but it's just like you said about organizing a drawer which has been my favorite thing to tell clients and they totally understand that Mm -hmm. that you got to dump it out so it gets worse so that bar goes down and they call that time chaos and (laughs) but it's like understanding that helps and then you get to this point where there's like this moment of integration where something in your world like there's like a a, a, um something like reiterates the messages you're already learning or you see some like spark of change or you look at a situation and you have a different feeling about it or you're able to stop or change a behavior Mm -hmm. and you're like oh things are good like i do see how this change is happening and then you start getting better and you like go straight up and then above where that previous status quo was yeah and then you start in a new status quo and then go through that whole process again but like that is the thing where like when people understand that 
it really helps and and with in so many different categories. So I really like preach that and I talk about it all the time. So I think it's kind of like that for her where it's when you see that thing, you want to talk about it all the time. And you think if I could just reach a few people with this message, it will help them. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Well, I always think about it. There, there was a bit in a Jerry Seinfeld act for a while about how night night guy like your night self yeah. always screws morning self and yeah. he does it funny and but it's, it's actually so true, true yeah. where you know for example if you drink oh too much because you're having so much fun but then you pay for it in the morning yeah. but like i feel like we do that on a broader scale where like we're on our phone too much or whatever because it's fun in that moment, but then you pay the price in another way. Always. Oh my gosh, this is another thing that has seemed to be I'm like very a wise, really common. Yes, you are. Well, you're tap. You're touching on like. Sometimes I feel like there are certain yeah. seasons where there's like a theme. Yeah. You know where it's like, wow, this is like like a lot of clients yeah, are talking up. about this. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of the things is putting in the putting in the effort for something where the payout is down the road. Yeah, we're and not very good at that. Terrible. As same. It's the same thing is like with a uh, 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 sleep, and the same with all that. It's like you got to put in the effort. You know, I have this idea. This this, and you know, we talked. I think on a, an episode or so ago um, about how my mom had that work like mentality of you just got to keep going the whole day and like when yeah. until it's done, you don't go, you don't stop. Yeah, and so. It's made me add a whole bunch of other projects at night that maybe I don't need to get done. That like it would be more beneficial for me to go to bed and then wake up at like or go to bed at like ten, and then you know wake up at you know whatever reasonable hour and having enough sleep to then be prepared for the rest of my. It sounds crazy, like simple and crazy that I even no. say this, but. It's like I stay up and I'm like, oh, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. I know I'll like box up all these Poshmark like things that I have to get done. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden I remember every single thing I have to do as yeah. soon as I rest my head down on the pillow. And I'm like, well, got to get up and do this. And that's well, not good. Sarah and I talk a lot about how our moms have are weirdly the opposite but weirdly the same. No joke. Here's an example where I think there's very similar. My mom is very industrious, very hardworking, and doesn't like to sit still. She's not idle. Yeah, same. And um, has a lot of energy, but like also tricks herself into thinking like she's not tired. Same with mine. Right. And same with me. Well, which can come in handy, but can also screw you. Totally. And so she went to her eye doctor and said, so every night oh my God, I, can't I this. get this really intense burning feeling in her eyeballs and she was convinced that she must have some sort of condition or fucking glaucoma or something and he's like that means you're tired you should go to bed oh my god (laughs) Suze that's extra funny and here's why last night last night no 
because I wasn't feeling very well. My stomach was kind of hurting, and it was really hurting. And I, yeah, now it's definitely that shrimp burrito I had that was the the culprit because <laughs> it was hurting before. I thought it was like, okay, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Sarah, but came, that's another wait, story. Wait, can I just say? Yes. Sarah came over here with this long anecdote about how she left coffee on the counter all day and then she ended up drinking it later. It didn't have milk in it or anything. It was just straight up coffee. And she had convinced herself that that was causing her stomach trouble. And then she's like, or it's the shrimp burrito that like I got at a gas station. (laughs) It wasn't from the gas station. It was the number one burrito place in Dana Point. Five stars on Yelp to over 300 reviews. Number one in data point. Okay, it wasn't from a gas station, but that's the way you said it. Where it yeah, was like, I was like, or it, it could be this thing, that, this poison I ate. Yes, yeah, it, it was. De- I just like didn't want it to be that. Okay, like, but mm. anyway, so you last night you were having bad belly. Yes, and then what? And, and so I, I looked. I was staring at my phone, and I was like nauseous. And sometimes my eyes, when I'm sick. My mm-hmm. eyes burn. Do you ever have you ever had that? Where I can't like say that when I have. I have like a like a, a like fever, like that kind of like maybe it's the flu. Like my eyes oh my burn, God. burn, burn. Like when I close them, they are they sting. Mm. And it's something about like you know, kind of having a cold in your eyeball too. Yeah, like, yeah. So, okay, okay. I get um, that. So I was convinced at two thirty in the morning, as I'm making like the 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 recipe, like pulling up all the recipes for like a party I'm going to have, like doing on my phone. It's absolutely that. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, it must be because I'm getting sick. Aww. Nope. Nope. No, you just need those to are go two night-night. separate things. <laughs> I ate a shrimp burrito and I need some sleep. Well, if you want to order a burrito or if you need, like, Visine for your dry eye, yeah, you're going to want to call uh, the good people at Postmates. But actually, it's just an app, so you don't have to call them. Um, but <laughs> they will deliver whatever you need at any time of day. So if you are staying up too late like Sarah, then you're in business because they can bring you whatever you're craving, whether it's wine or food or whatevs. Uh, you don't have to go to the store, and it's 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. And for a limited time, Postmates has given our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code BRAINCANDY. That's code BRAINCANDY for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code BRAINCANDY. Well, okay. I know we're chit-chatting a lot about I know, eyeballs. I know. <laughs> but would you like to hear some interesting facts about ears and sounds? Desperately, yes. Desperately mm-hmm. into those decibels. <laughs> yes. So I got the latest edition of Popular Science, and it is all about sound and noise. Cool. And you know what I loved in like the last two magazines I purchased, like Popular Science and then uh, uh, Psychology Today? They had multiple articles that you and I have already discussed. Wow. Research, and I was like... Oh, look at them. We talked about that six months right. ago on the We're podcast. Practically scientists. Yes. Like our, our, the stuff we talked about, remember the dick pics <laughs> and how like 50% of guys have sent them and like what they believe about the dick pics and all this stuff. Yes. Just in this month's article wow. or in this month's magazine. And I was like, ah, look at us. Wow. Hot on the- I mean, we're amazing. The- yeah. That goes without saying. Uh, duh. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. we can say it because right. it, it is nice to hear. You know, and the people listening are in agreement because that's why they're listening. Yeah, they're very nice. Yes, and if you haven't given us five star review, feel free to pause (laughs) and do that right now. Since since we're on the topic of how amazing we are, allow it. 
All right. So uh, let's talk about animal noises that are off the charts. Ooh. Oh, this one's cool. What do you mean? Like decibel level? Yes. Okay. Like, okay. So we can rate it on two different things, volume and frequency. Mm-hmm. So some animals have super, super high frequency, like the really like high pitched, you know, noises. Yeah. Freaky. Yeah. What do you think those animals are? Well, I, what came to mind was just what I hear all the time, which are peacocks Oh, in the neighborhood. I wish a peacock was on here because I would really like You've to You've heard know. them screaming. They're so loud. They're so loud. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But, but they put uh, mice and like a lot of rodents up in this high frequency, but not so high volume, with the exception of this trident bat, and it's a mega high-pitched screech, and in order to fit this pitch of his screech on the chart that this magazine created, they had to make the chart, they would have to make the chart a foot and a half taller for, like, even yeah. on the, like, to scale it to the size That's that they have it. That's what happens when you, anytime you have, like, a billionaire on a chart, Wh- right. too, where you can't even create the, You can't even. Because the disparity is so huge. That's how this trident bat is. Imagine what that screech would sound like. And the volume is about the same as what an elephant makes when, so imagine no. that volume and that, I mean, my ears are already like, so it's and not, you're a highly sensitive person, yeah. so forget it. So it's not so high pitched that humans can't hear it, unfortunately. Oh, I think like they we can, can hear, hear it. it. Yeah. Which is yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're screaming at the top of their little bat lungs. Yes. No thanks. No thanks. Oh, and imagine, and bats are like, they never hang out alone. And they're, they seem crabby. Well, do they? <laughs> Have you seen those? That's really funny because now I'm thinking I'm like, I see them different. You think they seem happy? Yeah, they do. I, I think they seem they seem uh, like they are communal. Oh, like well, they're maybe not they're lonely. Happy with each other. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yes, they are very happy with each other, <laughs> and they are very crabby. Or and they're like, everyone yes, else. it's kind of like us. Yeah. That's not true. We like them. My God, we're like bats. Yeah, there you go. And we do have high pitch. Well, I do. Well, you do. I mean, I was like, <laughs> over here, I'm closer I'm closer to uh, uh, maybe the, the bullfrog with a mating call ranging from 90 to 4,000 hertz. Hold that thought for the gardener. Oh, yeah. All right, we're back in business. Yes. So, um, oh, yeah, because that was like a million decibels. <laughs> so maybe it's like on, on theme. Like, right, right. Um, yes. Yeah, speaking of loud noises, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, so these bullfrogs that are really super loud, they've they're so loud that they've changed the mating habits of other animals who have had to learn how to mm. how to like sing their mating calls in higher frequencies. Are you kidding me? Well, are we in the clear? We I don't know. Mean, I don't know. We Check don't know. the decibels. Um, uh, another one on the list, which kind of like is is right up there with uh, elephant as far as um you know how loud it is but so much smaller this african cicada it says it uses a pair of ribbed membranes on its midsection to create a sound as loud as a rock concert it could cause minor hearing loss in less than five minutes for real for real could you imagine a little bug that's only how like- do you figure what do you think the secret is to that creation Pre- pressure like like force yeah, you know, kind of like, like a washboard. That's what they're doing. They're like rubbing something against that midsection. And it's so much... Yeah, good question. Because why? Right? It seems so... It's counterintuitive. And especially since there are so many, it's not like they need to be louder for any like mating purposes like the maybe bullfrog would. Yeah. Well, and... You just associate bigger with louder. Right. That yeah. makes no... Right. That makes no sense to me. That, But really, the blue whale... They are kind of on... The, they're like the lowest on the frequency. 
but they're pretty high. The sperm whale is louder. Really? Though. They're oh, on the frequency. And yeah. then what about loud? The- they're they're pretty high. I don't, it's measured in decibels. They're at mm, about two hundred, a little less than two hundred. And the sperm whale, that's the Earth's loudest recordable, recorded animal that uses high-frequency clicks. Are all, sperm, are all sperm whales men? No, but that's <laughs> hilarious that you said that. But well, I like that you did. Why do they call it that, anyway? That's a really good question. I never thought What if about it was, it? like, the first whale that people saw, and they just saw them blow all that disgusting mucus out of their <laughs> blowhole, and they were like, sperm whale. Oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe... That's gross. Where they kind of look like a giant sperm. Do they? <laughs> no. Really, but and I bet we saw them and named them before we saw what sperm looked like under a microscope. This is a good question. What came first? I have to look that sperm up. Sperm or sperm? Whales. See, 2020, there's so much to learn. So much. We. I, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> they do not, however, have the sound of the uh, 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 ejaculating on any of these lists. Thank God. That's weird. It's more of a look than it is a... Uh, right. That's really funny. Oh, my God. That's so funny to me. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to make a transition, but it's not actually time. Oh, it's not. Okay. Well, then I can talk about your voice on other planets, which is kind of cool. Oh, no. I can't. I can't resist. Okay. Because uh, that's going to be a minute. So why don't we talk about how much you love and we love Best Fiends? <gasps> oh! So She's much. been waiting oh my God, to we talk got the about update it. It recently. Let's see what level I am on. <laughs> got I've update. got so many, and like I love. Uh, uh, oh, I, I mean, it's. She's bothering me all the time. It's about why it. I'm up late at night. <laughs> That's why so you're really not it, it is. But you know what? I don't even care. I no, love it. She loves it. The, there's bright colors, beautiful design, tons of characters. They keep it really fresh too. They give you challenges that you could do to get a bunch of the cool things, like a bunch of keys so you can unlock a secret. That's friend. what I'm into. Level 205 people. Whoa! I know it's serious over here. She's committed. Yeah, I am not at that level. I'm for playing sure. the baby slug challenge to free the baby <laughs> slugs. Babies. And uh, Sarah keeps cutting Lincoln off and being like, "I can't download mm-hmm. other games because right. she is totally I'm like, committed." I, I got. I got to take care of my best. Fiends. Yeah. <laughs> you can engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store app or Google Play. Um, that's Friends without the R. Best Fiends. There you go. Yeah. So, All right, let's. What did you? Uh, my voice on other planets. Yes. Okay. I'm. I would kind of wonder. I wanted. I would be interested to know what my voice would sound like on Venus, where because of the like the thickness of their atmosphere, it drops your pitch about a half of an octave because like the heaviness slows your voice as it like moves through the climate, which is already kind of cool. Yeah. And then simultaneously, this the quick moving fog that's there gives you a sort of like squawky quality. So they say you're going to sound like Donald Duck. Really? On Venus, we would sound like Donald Duck. Really? Yes. Isn't that strange? Yes. Totally strange to me that our atmosphere changes the way our voice sounds. So there's something about... Isn't that weird? Yes, I know. It freaks me out. Me too. When when you go into space in the moon, there is no sound. <gasps> yes. So then I don't know how they sort that oh, out. That is freaky to me and just gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't know why. Like the idea of nothingness. I, I have frequent nightmares about, not like all the time, but when I do have a nightmare, there are like a few different scenarios that pop up. And when I'm like, they're kind of like night, you know, 
nightmares or, or sure. more like panicky. It's more yeah. like the anxiety inducing than it is like something scary. Yeah. Oh my God. I had a few the other night too. Um, it'll either be related to uh, the location will either be summer camp, the challenge. Oh my God. Or outer space. What? That is the only, that is the place all my nightmares take place. Paging Dr. Freud. What, I mean, what is what that? Like I'm out that? in, I'm out in outer space. Why do you think? Like I, maybe the total loss of control. Because that's what I think it comes down to is like feeling like at any moment, because it's the same feeling when I reflect on it that I get when I go scuba diving. But it's almost like I, yeah. it's control. And then I kind of work through that, that and it almost helps cure my need to be in control when I do go scuba diving because you kind of uh, surrender to the idea that you just have to focus on breathing and that's it and you can't control your environment. Yeah. How so, it's so weird though because... My my recurring nightmare yeah. type scenarios are very traditional. Like I'm, I've been enrolled in a class for the whole year and I forgot to do all the work. Or yeah, whatever. but that's also like maybe because you, you know, were in school for so long. You weren't like true, but you've never but been is- to space. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, according to that so theory, I, I was more applying that to summer camp and the challenge. But that is so. You're like, well, you've never been. To I want to. I don't want to like ruin your whole so, theory here. So- well, but oh God, a lot of really people funny. have that sort of like show up naked in yes, class. Yes, yes, it's thing a common one. It's a real, it's a real. You have common a test yes. and you didn't know. Whereas the outer space, I yeah. would say that's more unusual. Yeah, I don't know why that that is. Were you one of those people that always wanted to go to space camp? No. Oh, the opposite. It freaks me out. It. I'm, I'm telling you, it like does the idea that. It's seeing all those videos, not video, but like movies where it'll be like one little puncture to their suit and they their whole body gets frostbite and then they're you know you're just like watching your it just seems like there are so many ways yeah, to fucking good, die up yeah, there that. that why would like nope i'm good oh my god it freaks me out just thinking about like forget it i'm gonna be that person when when like we are actually are able to colonize mars or wherever i'm gonna be that one that's like I'll tend to the farms back here. You guys go along. I'm just going to like, you know, keep my fingers crossed that maybe there's something like this earth is still habitable or, you know, I feel that same description that you're feeling about going to space and what it feels like. That's what I feel when I think about even the colonists coming to America, how it was this untamed Mm -hmm. land Mm -hmm. of just like wilderness Mm -hmm. and how scary that would be. Yeah. And yet all these bozos came over here. I don't know what they were doing. I mean, sure, religious persecution, whatever. <laughs> but, like, I feel the same way about going to space as I would about an Yeah, un- it's totally unknown. Yeah. 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 And but that's to probably, dream about it. Yeah, it is weird. I definitely <laughs> So, wait, you're in space, that. and then what are you wearing? Like, a whole suit? Oh, good question. In my dream? <laughs> yeah. I think, you know what's weird? It's like I'm always inside the space station, like... Chilling a building the, like, like type of thing that that they're like there are corridors, there are big rooms, but then like those weird things that like circle around all the time. Like it feels like there's always something like rotating. I don't even know what this thing is, but uh-huh. like it seems like every space station Satellite. has like, yeah something that's like spinning around it. And like like I have <laughs> no, it's weird. But like and you're I'm all inside alone. and usually in like some sort of like whatever the casual tracksuit that like the astronaut would be wearing when he's like walking around the space station like <laughs> hanging out. Suit. Yeah, I like imagine it to be something like a, like a space tracksuit. It's like where it's like a matching like like 
It's you know, casual Friday. Totally. In space. Yes. And you're all alone. Uh, no, actually. Usually it's a dream where somebody does something to fuck up our safety up there. There's definitely like a way to Somebody. read into this. Yeah, and that's to, really like, strange. Yeah, thanks for yeah. sharing though. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't. It does not, however, say how I would sound on the space station, but it does say that on Mars, uh, <clears throat> even with full speakers blasting at full volume, you'd barely even be able to hear it 30 feet away. Where Mars? On Mars. So when we talk about like colonizing Mars and everything, no, that doesn't sound fun. Yeah, where unless we uh, figure out how to like. You know, we will obviously we're not gonna be just like walking around out there, live under a dome or something. What do you think of Elon Musk's Cybertruck? What? Oh, I did see that. I saw. Okay, but the way that I saw it was uh, when he launched it and like presented it at um, you know wherever he presented it. Yeah, yeah. And they were oh, like and the windows. Yes, <laughs> and they were like, hey, and the windows totally bulletproof and shatterproof, and they threw like a brick at it, like not one but two, and both of them <laughs> shattered. <laughs> Like, like, like they do it the first time, shatter part of the window, and they're like, their thought is, oh, I know, I'll try again. <laughs> and it just made it worse. And it's, it's like, so great. this is kind of like, isn't that kind of what happened with Steve Jobs when he was supposed mm-hmm. to have, like, the, the computer say its name? And, like, it couldn't. Really? Yeah, it couldn't do it or failed on, like, when they failed. They, Boy, white men are fine with they, failing. They fail up. <laughs> it's just like. Who cares? Uh, and they also put all of their eggs into like this basket that is, is like we don't care. In the whole, f- all the features of that vehicle, I could prop. Well, I don't know everybody, but I would imagine the last thing that people are like, oh, the windows shatter. Like, it's a tank, and it like can do a bunch of other stuff. Whatever Elon Musk like. Yeah. I don't know. Probably has submarine cap- capabilities. He'd save like a Thai soccer team or something. Yeah, it's like all kinds of stuff you don't need. Totally. I mean, we did need that, but you know. Well, one thing we definitely do need is just fab clothes because they're adorable. We've been talking about them for a long time and we've been looking cute in them for even longer and now you should. Just Fab has basically any kind of clothes or accessories or shoes you're looking for and they constantly update their inventory. So these are, you know, great items that you can add to your collection that are really in style and trendy and they're affordable, which is double the fun. And all you have to do is just go to Just Fab and you can take a 60 second style quiz if you're inclined. Um, and they'll give you personalized outfit recommendations, which I think are very accurate. They tend to really get who I am, uh, get a personalized boutique and then shop all their styles. And they love you guys so much that they've given you a deal. They're offering our listeners an exclusive deal. Get your first Just Fab style for as low as 10 bucks as a VIP. That's 75% off your first item with our special link. Just go to justfab.com slash brain candy to take advantage of this deal now. That's justfab.com slash brain candy to get your first style for as low as 10 bucks as a VIP. You can also get free shipping on orders over $39, and there's absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order. Get a sweater, get something to keep you cozy, whatevs. All right, what evs? Now, moving on. Well, yeah, anyways, noises are loud. Animals are crazy. (laughs) Noises are loud. And we would sound weird on other planets. We learned a lot. Yeah. And I'm most intrigued just by your nightmares and... Oh, right, right. And fears in general. Yeah, you know. It's so interesting. It is fun to explore those dream things. Yeah, do you think there's something to the idea of like 
certain people dream and certain people forget their dreams or don't dream much? I think it's the time that you spend in different sleep cycles. And I think what, you know, like, what are you doing before bed? If you're like going to bed and you like, you know, are like, because I know that if I like smoke weed right before I go to bed, then I don't have the same kind of dreams. Like I won't remember my dreams as much. Yeah. And I've heard that your brain has to like become unstoned before it can hit those like REM cycles or sleep cycles that'll help us fall asleep. But if like sometimes it like can be, huh? you know, my kid says to. he never dreams though. My son. Mm. Like he just says, I don't usually dream sometimes, but not And it's usually. one of those things where if you start talking about him more, mm-hmm. then you start dreaming, you remember him more because yeah. you do dream. Yeah, he will. And I think if you just, if you start talking about him more, Bo, you're making a lot of noise over there. Stop itching. Mm. Stop. But okay. anywho, you want to hear a funny, a funny article that I saw? Like mm-hmm. there's not a lot of info in it, but I just thought you have to hear just yeah, like yeah. the highlights because it just cracked me up. This part is not so, I mean, part of it's not so funny because like, ugh, I'm rolling my eyes, but... Uh, a group of anti-vaxxers, that's the part I'm rolling my eyes at, mm-hmm. are asking the media, did you see this? No. To stop referring to them as anti-vaxxers because they uh, believe that it is derogatory, inflammatory, and marginalizes both women and their experiences. What would they like to be called? Uh, this one's funny. They want to call themselves vaccine risk aware. And the irony is they are not aware because none of their information or facts are correct. That's really hard. But this is my favorite part of the whole thing. The group that is that put out this tweet that wants to be called, wants to be have the name. It's like anti-vaxxers united. Oh, get or- ready, crazy mothers. Oh, yeah. The crazy mothers do not want to yes. be known for anything derogatory. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do they know that some people don't like the term crazy? <laughs> that, that should be the follow-up. Uh, uh, dear crazy mothers, it has come to my attention that you are misusing the term and, and, and like, you know, whatever. And we also can make mothers. It. And also mothers. Yeah. They're disparaging my... Yes. I am a crazy mom and I don't like to be associated with there them. There you go. <laughs> they're, they're crazy mothers wrote, dear media, please retire the use of the Dear term media. Yes, Sorry, right? I like the whole thing. Up. No, you're allowed to. I okay. do it to you all the time. Uh, please retire the use of the term anti-vaxxers. It is derogatory, inflammatory, and marginalizes both women and their experiences. It is uh, dismissively simplistic, highly offensive, and largely false. Uh, so are your claims. Mm-hmm. Uh, we politely request that you refer to us as the as the vaccine risk aware. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, I've never met anybody who actually admitted to being an anti-vaxxer. I know people who don't vaccinate and right. or who adjust the vaccine schedule, mm-hmm. but nobody has ever said, I'm anti-vax, period. So um, they must all be aware that, that... This woman, Talia Lavin, she said, let's just call y'all plague enthusiasts then. <laughs> I was like, plague that's great. Enthusiasts. I like... I am sympathetic, though. I am laughing because that's funny. But I am sympathetic to these folks who worry because, you know, they just want to do what's right for their kid and they're misinformed. They're misinformed. Yeah. And so I am But, like, do you worry? Are you compassionate about flat earthers? Well, the motives aren't the same. Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, that is a good point. One's doing it because they really, their intention is to protect their child. Yeah. They truly believe... Okay, yeah. that's a really good point. I cannot put them in. That's a bad... But uh, it's okay. Uh, I mean, uh, it's yes. fine to make fun of them. Yes. I just would like to add that if you're anti-vax, like, I get it. 
Charlie Strauss thinks meta- medically illiterate murder clowns, child killers. Oh my God. <laughs> are you this? This is like undermining my point. Right. But both are true. I know. Hate-driven anti-science regressives takes longer to say, but okay. My God. <laughs> I wonder, because you know how some people that listen to us maybe aren't as into science as we are? Or, or maybe they're yeah. anti-vax. Yeah. I wonder how they... <laughs> do you think no one in our audience is anti-vax? Mm, uh, maybe some of them are, but I think the kind of people who would listen to us if they've been like long... Would be like, let me go research a little more on that. They might... I think... Our, we'll find our, out, I'm sure, in Brain Candy Crush after this. They'll be like... Yeah. I but you never- know what? I didn't hear... A, nobody... No vegans like... Nobody Piped yelled up. at you? No, never. I'm shocked because I really felt guilty about that whole conversation. Me too. <laughs> After we left, Sarah. I was like, damn. And then the craziest part? Oh, Suze. <laughs> I watched, I think, something that maybe you watched on on food. On oh, I watched a documentary. Oh, my God. What was Forks it? Forks Over Knives? No, it was... I think it was The Mind... It was on... Or no, uh, that show explained. Okay. And, and what did they say about it? I just was like, there. There was one line that was so. Oh, it was the the thing on the future of meat. And yeah. would you eat like meat that is synthetic, synthetic, or or, or whatevs? Uh huh. And there was a line that was really great. And let's see if I can remember it. The the researcher, the person who's working for like the the, you know, kind of like different meat group, whatever they're called. <laughs> I don't know, like alternative meat. Uh-huh. They said we don't eat meat. Because it's animals. We eat meat despite it being from animals. I agree. And I'm like, that is so true. Yeah. And why we have this attachment to it being from an animal. Because when they did the taste test with the blind taste test, they did the Impossible Burger, Beyond Burger, and then Regular Burger. Okay. Almost all the kids like the Impossible Burger the best. No. Yep. Almost all of them. Okay. That's In fact, great. they even were like, man, I don't like the meat one. Get out. I swear. Check it out. It's only like 20 minutes. It's real quick, but it like doubles down on every single thing you said. And by the end of it, I was like, fucking A, we should have definitely spent longer talking about that. And there are some real. That's why I felt bad because whenever I went to the farm sanctuary that yeah. encourages plant based lifestyle, people were so happy. Like the vegans and vegetarians yeah. that we follow or that follow us yeah. were like, thank you, Susie. I really hope you talk about the podcast and like. Just thoughtfully discuss, yeah. and then we did the exact totally. Opposite. We're like, what are the best hamburgers? <laughs> well, according to this, maybe the Impossible Burger would be the best. I have and had it. My, have you had it? Uh, no, I had the Beyond Meat one, mm. but I went to a place where it was like a Sunday night, and I guarantee they hadn't had a fresh shipment of those, their buns in a while because the <laughs> buns sucked. Well, it was like critical. dry and and like Funky. really bad. Yeah, you need yeah, a good you bun. know. So I, that ruined it, and I ended up just eating the burger and around the bun because it was that bad wow yeah so i think i need the whole experience a redo of all that but yeah that was it it was like really shocking to me and so for the last like two weeks i've been eating a primarily plant-based diet with a few eggs because it did change me leaning in and i feel bad that people wouldn't have gotten that impression correct um like when i go to little sister they have a vegan dish that's what i got when we were there oh yeah and I didn't even know it was a vegan dish. Right. I just liked it the best. Yeah. And then when I ordered it one time, they're like, oh, the vegan dish? I was like, huh, huh, a 
look at me. Yeah. Yes, I will take the vegan dish. And if, if it's delicious, as they're saying, the, the Impossible Burger, et cetera, is, then mm-hmm. I, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. However, I recently had a vegan restaurant that tried to do their take on chicken and waffles with cauliflower. And oh, that is not Not good. Work. And it was like like Thai or like Indian flavored <sighs> spices. All bad. Like, not good. Oh, and like, yeah. That's a misfire. We ordered it and like... Because I, I I had gone to this place and like they only have it available on the weekends and during a certain time. So I'm like, oh, I happen to land in the time where it's available. I'll order it because I get people always make a big deal out of it. So it's not gross. good, not good. Because that should be like sweet and savory, not like all savory. Yeah. They, they made the waffle Was there no like syrup. No. Why? They tried to do this like honey sriracha thing, but honey? it wasn't. No, no, no. So no. an animal product instead of syrup. Oh my god! Good point. Fools. I should just run every Fools. company, I'm telling you. Oh, my God. You're so right. It was like a honey. They must have used like agave or something like that. Oh, okay. Who knows? But, you know, it wasn't good. Keep trying. End of story, not good. Keep Go with, stick with the Stick with the smoothie bowls, Sarah. I, I can tell you this honestly. I was just thinking about it. How almost every episode, mm-hmm. I have regrets. And I almost edit crap out. And then I never do. Yeah. Because I just think, well. Right. I like that... We can sometimes fuck up and say things that right. we might disagree with eventually. Totally. But every time I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. Oh, well, you shouldn't feel bad about that because it's all part of like, I think uh, us being able to speak openly and then go back and revisit things and change our opinions and look at other facts and then hear input from, you know, our listeners and all that, that just makes for, that's like being open people. And that's like being part of being lifetime learners. Well, and I appreciate that. It seems like our listeners are very forgiving. Yes, they are. Uh, only rarely do people write in and say, and it's usually about crap you said. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And I stand by all of it. So. Doesn't care. Yeah, like, yeah but for the most part, I think people know that this is very stream of consciousness. Right. We do not have an agenda. None. And so sometimes we say dumb stuff. Yeah. So thank you for your patience. And that's the part you like. And this is what I say. It's <laughs> that's the same the part you like. I, I, there's a flip side to everything, you know. And the same things that make us real funny on here can also probably make us. Make offensive. us yeah. Well, one thing that's not offensive is making sure that your house is secure. Mm. Nobody's stealing your packages or whatever Correct. from your porch. And I love Ring because it helps me. Did I tell you how we had hooligans in our neighborhood? <gasps> hooligans! Like driving through my neighborhood super no. fast, being really loud. And I was like... I'm going to get the yes. footage on my ring yes, camera. Yes, I love this. You went straight vigilant, like neighborhood <laughs> vigilante. Right. I like this. They help, ring helps you stay connected to your home from anywhere. Um, so basically, if you get a package or anything at your door, it'll alert you on your phone, and then you can talk to the person or tell them to leave it or whatever. And uh, you can check in anytime from your phone if you're out of your house. And as a listener, uh, you have an offer on a Ring starter kit available right now with a Ring Video Doorbell 2 and motion-activated floodlight cam. The starter kit is everything you need to build a ring of security around your home. With Ring, you're always home. Just go to ring.com forward slash brain candy. That's ring.com forward slash brain candy. Additional terms may apply. Yes. Okay. What else? What else? Um, This one I saw just like a little article that was talking about how a Florida high school Mm -hmm. has unveiled these synthetic frogs that they're now using for dissection in biology class. Great. Great. What took so long? My response, exactly. I guess I never thought about it, but it just seems obvious. I, I cried when we had to dissect ours. 
You were sad. And I was sad. And then as soon as I cut into it and start, then I got crazy into it. Well, yeah. It was. I see both of those sides of yeah. you and of most course. people. Right. But it was like really hard for me. And I don't like, and nobody like explained anything to me about what that would be like. Like, I feel like the idea, and I think they were deaf. They were dead, right? What do you mean? They weren't alive. Yeah, they were dead. I feel like in some classes they're not dead though. No. What do they do? Shoot them? No. They like just like guillotine. Like put their like like tie their little legs little... down and then just cut them off. I need to know. They this. do not. I don't know. Sarah. I, maybe. No. I think that it's like Fear Factor where I think they boil them. Oh. Oh. Like Does sterilize that everything. The inside, so. I could be making that up. I don't know. That it's like what a I cooked thought. liver and like it opens it up and it's <laughs> That's like... That's a good point. Right. So everything's okay, like well, cooked. Then how does it die? Yeah, I, Lethal these injection. All, these are all... Right. These are all important questions that I feel like we don't have the answers to. This is like an article that just asks more questions <laughs> or creates more questions. But like it yeah, just made me what? think about that whole process. I can go right back to that day. I know where my son... Mr. Phillips. I know exactly what science class that was in. I sat next to Chris Albertine because I had a freaking fatty crush on him. And... Uh, yeah, and I was dissecting frogs, and it was I like that you thought that they were, until, like, hippity-hopping in the box until they I get to the class. It. Maybe it's like I put that together because of, like, cartoons and movies I've seen. But it's <laughs> like, you know how they, like, say when every time you, like, access a memory, you change it? Like, yeah. I've accessed this memory and then combined it with things I've seen on TV, and I've definitely had, like, live frogs in my my memory of this. It Like, oh, I'm definitely combining a whole bunch of stuff. There was an episode. There was a, an episode of American Horror Story, and like I think it was the the Coven season or something like that, where it's all about like witches. And their like their whole thing is like hell is whatever our own worst situation would be, and you'd be doomed to repeat it over and yeah. over and over. That's why I think hell is going to be a video loop of me. <laughs> Eating fast food alone in my car. Oh my god, that's a god. It better uh, that might be my hell too. <laughs> or like I won't do it. I won't like now. A, like isolated track of all the times I sang in the car. Oh my god, that you just have to listen to <laughs> without any backup track. Right. But you have a What's great voice. What's your personal so, hell? Um, mine would probably be. Hmm. I mean, I like the location, but as far as like things that caused me crazy anxiety that I like wasn't prepared for. Well, one of the scenes they did have it in this in this TV show was uh, one of the gals has to like works at a Bed Bath and Beyond or something like that around the holidays, and just has to deal with people pulling down towels and having to fold, refold <laughs> all the towel That's display funny. like forever on a loop. Yeah. And another woman who's the the frog one made me think of is she had to dissect. She's like. All, like her power was like bringing animals back to life and so she was forced to dissect a frog in science class like on a loop Aww. and would like scream and cry about it and then like also she's like an empath she can feel anything that somebody else feels yeah. so it's like her cutting into herself yeah and it was like that would be her hell mine mine would probably be like a client that i saw for like Three thousand times, like I'm working with them and they never change. Oh, because that would be yeah. like the worst. Because like it's you know everything takes time, of course. But like if I were with them for like ten years and like they were still complaining about, <laughs> that, I'd be like, I don't know, this is awful. And because like you know, yeah, most sessions you see like a little bit of progress. Sometimes it's two steps forward and one step back. Sometimes it's one step forward and three steps, whatever. But there's mo- motion, yeah, and like some change. 
that no, would be my that might be my stuck. hell is somebody stuck and not even me them stuck and me not knowing how to help. I hope Dahlia does a tweet or something where she asks people what their personal What's hell your is. What's personal hell? I bet people would have a whole bunch of different ones. Oh, and interesting things yeah. too. Yeah, what's your personal hell? Like the worst thing you could think of having to endure over and over again for eternity. Because it would have to be something that related. It's not something that just annoys me because like then my mind goes to like like things that I hate the most. Like I hate the sound of two balloons rubbing together. So like what if I'm like a balloon animal maker? Like I just have to like make balloon animals. That would be awful for me. But like I might learn to love that because like, you know. Mm-hmm. And then my first instinct when you asked that question was like, oh my God, one time when I was at summer camp, I was running a free period where like the kids get to decide where they want to go. And it's like 250 kids who get to decide which activity they want to go to. They should not have those. Well, def- well I shouldn't have chosen this activity. I was like, we're going to make ice cream. Mm. What do you mm-hmm. think 250 kids want to do after lunch? Go do art- wilderness arts and crafts projects? <laughs> wilderness. Uh, take a- go for a hike or make ice cream? Right. It was like a swarm of children like ran down and like I was at the bottom of the hill and their lunch pla- they were they got like released. That's and it was frightening. it was like it was like that. It was like a swarm of locusts or something. You're like you see them coming <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my Killer god, beast. this was a bad idea." And I like jumped up on top of a table because they were all like trying to grab the like they would make, you know, get all their supplies and then I was holding on to the uh, uh, coveted chocolate chips that went in each bag, and they were like, "Me, me, me!" It was like I was like smacking them down, like they were like. They don't know zombies. that we're scared of them. No, they don't. Like they know that it's funny, they, and the, the more terrified I get, the funnier they think it is. Do you think if you weren't laughing or smiling at all, that they would back off? No, really. They're like, "I want candy." They're sociopaths. Totally. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah that, so that would one, be a good hell for real. I was like, I'm never. Because you just feel totally out of control, and mm. it's like children, so you can't like do it. You're not like, what, what are you supposed to do? And what are they like? You, you you have to be understanding that like they're kids, and yeah. of course they want this, and they they don't know that they need to. And like I'm getting no help because none of the counselors are there with them because they're like, you know, are they're all eighteen? They're anyways. in the wilderness yes. making crafts, right? With like one sweet girl. Yes, too. exactly. They can't eat sugar because. <laughs> Totally. Diabetic. Yeah, that is exactly it. (laughs) That's so sad. Oh my God. So that that was one that popped into my head, but I'm like, I like like the setting. I like camp, so maybe it wouldn't be as bad. Yeah, right. I just remember that moment being like, I've I've made a mistake and I'll never do that again. That was a nightmare. Yeah, I wonder if like the person that made up what the the quote unquote real hell is, like the fire and gnashing of teeth, if um, (laughs) they just had a fire phobia. That's totally, it was like me. What's the worst thing? Oh my God, they're on fire. Yes, yes. (laughs) Right. He was like, I know the devil lives completely enclosed in flames. That's totally it. Yeah. And maybe they had a dentistry thing. The gnashing of teeth, like they had a fear of that. That is the, it's like gnashing of teeth is like a grinding. Yeah. Have you heard that sound from like, cause are you a teeth grinder? I don't think so. Yeah. I am, but I obviously when it's you, you don't really know what noise yeah. that makes. Yeah. I, as a camp counselor once had a camper who had severely grinded her teeth to oh, where she had awful. like, well, and I also do, I have like a night guard that yeah. I wear, but hers was so loud. It woke up the other girls in the cabin. And if I did not know, if her mom didn't tell me that she grinds her teeth, I would have been like, <laughs> we have a wild animal. What? <laughs> it, like, like it does sound like bones breaking. Like there's some noise. It's so 
What do you think? You know how a lot of people have that? Yeah. What what is the reason you think that, evolutionarily speaking, that the human body would do that? I think it's stored up tension in the body. Like when when you have anxiety, when you experience something that that tension... Why do you think it's it's a physiological response? I think... Because as way opposed that to another thing. Oh, I think it's different on everybody. It's whether oh. you have, are you a teeth grinder? Do you have stomach problems? Do you get migraines? Do you, like my, for me, my stress always comes out on my skin. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, I'm okay. going to have dry skin. I'm going to have break. I'm going to have eczema. I'm going to have ingrown hairs. Like there's going to be a, a skin I see. So you think up. just certain people. Epiderm- like it, it, I think you, okay. you hold stress in different areas of the body based on, you know, I don't know, who knows. Mm-hmm. I who the hell I uh, maybe people do know, but I don't. Did she? So she was unaware, really. She was aware, and it was really embarrassing for her. She was only twelve. She's like a little girl. Why was she embarrassed? And because other girl, girls in the cabin made fun of her and would oh, would well, say that funny. and would be like, "What's that? Oh, you make like because they just don't know." So then we had to have a talk about you know oh. some people and they can't control it and this is what happens and you know da da da. That was a rough year for that. That oh my god for like <laughs> a million reasons. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I had one really nasty girl in that cabin who was just... Wonder what she's doing. I would love to know. She was like the ringleader who had never come to camp before, but like went and I couldn't get her to change out of her juicy jumpsuit that she wore the whole time. And she would carry around a purse. She's like 12. I'm like, we're at camp. You don't need that. And so, and she kept wearing crop tops and we had like rules against like, you know, cause it's not, it, cause Come on, we got like yeah, sure. the whole thing. And she's wearing like booty shorts and crop tops. And I'm like, you can't wear that. And she would do that like three times. And eventually I just put a bag on her that like a, 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 a cut a hole in the top and made two armholes in a black trash bag and put a sign on her that says, I don't know how to dress myself. No. Because I'm like, clearly my Sarah. punishment is not working. Oh what? What? Why are you yelling at me? I'm like you look at like because people like what like you're looking at me like that's a terrible thing. She had to wear it to one lunch and she's fine. <laughs> and she didn't follow the rules. Those are the, like what do you think the punishment is? Like you like there's got to be some and I could not get them to be nice to each other. So then I punished them by having to write letters to each other. Oh, like Lord. nice, you have to write five hundred words. I can't believe words. anyone liked you. Well, I'm sure this cabin didn't. But that's <laughs> they, I, they were monsters. These girls were. The worst cabin I've had. They were so mean to each other. They like bullied each other like crazy. And then in the very last day, we do we do so much at camp. We went, we did archery. We went rock climbing. We went mountain biking. We went hiking. We went river like uh uh you know out in, on kayaks. We did a million different things. End of the week, I'm like, so you know, how was your week? She goes, well, we didn't really do anything. And I was like, mm. she probably had Get trouble out. at home. I mean, because really... Yeah, now you say that, that I should have been more understanding. Because I was 21 at the time, and 21-year-old Sarah is... Well, yeah. I mean, I would have done the same thing. I was was like, I don't know what to do. I know. I'll punish you this way. Because like, or like, like, not punish... Well, sort of. Here, these are your I feel like that with a lot of kids that 
do weird crap at school or whatever. Well, that's totally 100% true, and I wish I had that perspective. Well, but what are you going to do? You well, still have to follow the rules. And I mean, I've got a bunch of other girls in the cabin that she's Sarah so was like... You know, um, dangerous minds. Been spending most yeah. of the living in Sarah's like trying to wrangle I'm Michelle these. Pfeiffering it. Yeah. I come in with my leather jacket on the and next your day. Boots. And my, yeah, like looking cool. Yeah, like trying to be like I'm like like you. I mean, I have. I'm kind not of a, a regular camp counselor. That. I'm a cool camp counselor. Yes, that's totally it. Well, but apparently cool enough to land one of my, one of my former uh, uh, true. You know, not yeah. campers, but like you know, a former camper. Uh, Mm-hmm. These days, so yeah. How bad shout you out to been? Ren. Yeah, shout out to Ren. It must have been sort of cool. Of <sighs> course, he wasn't. I didn't have him as a, so he didn't have to see me as the mean counselor. Yeah, you didn't make who him wear a bag. Down. No, I did not. With a sign on it, I didn't. You were like for one like those- one second. I did. She just had to walk to lunch wearing that. That was yeah. it, and then she got to take it off. She didn't have to sit the whole time in it. You know how she those- had to walk a <laughs> hundred yards, not even two, fifty yards wearing that. You know those judges that like try to get creative and they make their people wear like sandwich boards yes. on the street. Yes. You're like that. Yeah, I'm, I might punish <laughs> my kids in some weird ways, but then I'll probably fuck them up. No, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to control the Wi-Fi password and I'm going to change it every day based on the chores they complete. Whoa! And I'm going to say, sure, you can you can have the Wi-Fi password, not like you know get appropriately. Like, what have you done? Like, did we do all the things we're supposed to do mm. today? Great. Then your reward is the Wi-Fi. That sounds password. like a lot of work for you, though. I think there are now apps that do that automatically okay. that shuffle through it and only for like the kids. Like the, people have thought about this. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm into it. It's like, oh, you want the Wi-Fi password? Well, because that's currency. It is. Yeah. Because that's what you got to do. You have to look. That's why I did the, the trash bag thing because I'm like, for her, clearly what she's wearing is the most important and I need to get her out of that being the most important thing at camp because it's taking away from your camp experience. Right, and then Sarah. if you see that you had just as much fun wearing a trash bag, that which apparently was no fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard. Yeah. All right. Hey, one of those girls from that cabin is still involved in camp, and she was in. She, and I saw her just a you few weekends ago. You should ask her what that garbage bag girl is doing. Now. I will. I will. I will. What if um, she was like, I was that girl, and I'm like, what? I forgot. Oh my god, you've come so far. It's not. Shout out to CJ. You've come so far. Anything else you'd like to share? Mm. No. Just okay. that I love you. I love you too. We talk happy. about anti-vaxxers. We talk about frogs. Yeah. It's like all the important stuff. Happy. What are we happying? Happy New Year. Oh, happy New happy Year. Happy New Year to you. Old acquaintance be forgot. And. And. Never brought to mind. Okay. I did not know the next <laughs> word for that. I'm so excited for, for the <laughs> my Craigslist search of gym equipment in approximately two and a half months. Wow. Because I really feel like I'm going to come up on some good stuff. Good for you. Yeah. Well, Because we'll be- this is my year of getting fit. Great, and we'll encourage everybody to achieve their goals. We'll keep it positive, and hopefully people will be inspired to make it a great year. Yes. We love you guys. Yay. Bye. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.